The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are for informational purposes only and solely those of the podcast participants, contributors, and guests, and do not constitute an endorsement by or necessarily represent the views of the Hartford or its affiliates. You're listening to the Small Biz Ahead podcast, brought to you by the Hartford. the Small Biz Ahead podcast. Jean, how are you? I am doing great, Elizabeth. How are you doing? I'm good. So this is the first one that we're recording as a Facebook Live, which is very exciting. We're on Facebook Live. Yay. Hi, everybody. <laughs> really exciting. Mm-hmm. So today we're going to be talking about where you can get a small... By the way, a little tour of the studio, just so we make. It's a small <laughs> space here that we're like going back and forth on. This is the, the Hartford logo is behind us. So it's very, very official that we've got. Yes. There's a room that I'm told even behind it. I have no idea what goes on in this room. <laughs> You don't want to know. Something that we're going to have to figure out. But I'm, I'm, really, I'm glad we're stepping into the uh, 19th century. We're going video. <laughs> we're going to get this information out on all different platforms. And I think it's really important. Yeah. So thank you for joining us. Thanks for watching. Mm. So today's topic, and I know you love this topic. We've talked about this before. And today we're going to really tighten it up and give people a short clear answer on this is where are the best places to get small business loans? Mm. So if you're a small business owner, you want to buy a new piece of equipment or you need to expand your business in some way, you're looking for a tiny loan or a big loan, we're going to tell you several different places to look to get a small business loan. And we'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. Do you want to start a business but don't know how to leverage your skills and strengths? Small Biz Ahead has you covered. Our new ebook, Opportunity Knocks, How to Find and Pursue a Business Idea That's Right for You, will help you determine the best markets for you to start a business in, how to set up a business based on your personality, and how to put your ideas into action with a solid business plan. Go to smallbizahead.com and click the link in the show notes to download your free copy today. And we're back. So Gene, this is one of your favorite topics, and we've talked about this before. So I just want to give people, what do you think? Three places they can go right now to to apply for a small business. Sure. Law. And by the way, you should know that uh, one of my favorite topics is television shows and <laughs> movies. It's really not one of my favorite <laughs> topics. But okay, we want so, to talk about finance. So first of all, the, the, the best place to get a loan is not to get a loan. I, I want to make that, I, I do want to make that clear. I mean, we are going to, and I'm going to give some suggestions where you can go for certain financing, but really the more you can do from your own cash reserves without betting the farm. Um, I'm starting up a business right now, Elizabeth, and I'm, I'm financing this through savings that we've got from, from my existing business. Um, that's like the best place to always go. I mean, getting a loan um, is not always like the best so choice So what, should you. you like go to your personal credit card? Um, no, that's getting a loan. <laughs> I'm talking about if you have the cash that you can at least put some of it towards whatever venture How you want. How many small business owners have cash People, you'd like be that, surprised. Though. People have savings. People have built up. People leave jobs. People do side gigs. People, you know, they, they've, they've got money that they've, that they've put away. Okay. Um, I'm not saying that you bet the farm. I know that you take all of your life savings to put it onto a business. But if you can take, you know, 10 or 20% of that and give it a shot with a new business and maybe combine that with a loan, that's a really good, you know, it reduces the liability up because loans... Long term, you're paying bank fees, you're paying interest, you know, it's it, it, they're great things in the right scenarios, but in a lot of scenarios, you still want to limit them. So I just the first thing off I just want to say is if you don't need to get a loan, don't get a loan. Try and do it yourself. Now, number So what if you need a loan? OK, so a couple different places. The the most popular place where business owners go to get loans is their own friends and family, believe it or not. That is the most popular is place. Is that awkward, though? Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> I would 
never do that myself because okay. I just could never imagine being indebted to somebody sitting across from me at the Thanksgiving table. Um, it raises a whole bunch of issues. But having said that, the reality is, is that getting credit is not easy. Um, traditional banks don't like to lend money if you don't have a track record. Uh, if you've got family members that have got the money, a lot of times families want to help themselves out. And let's not forget that like most small businesses that are in this country are, um, I don't know, they're pizza shops or they're restaurants or they're dry cleaners or they're you know, very unsexy bakeries. bakeries. Yeah. So it's other family businesses and families get together and do that. So there is nothing wrong with getting money from a family member. Um, it does raise issues. And maybe that's a topic of a whole other podcast, you know but it is a source. Why don't we talk about that? Why don't we talk about that in another episode? And right. just if that's an option for you, if you're a small business owner who has family resources, Obviously, you want to work with an attorney. Like, what should the terms of a loan right. like that be? Well, we, we can have a whole conversation about that. about that. But anyway, so family members, I mean, number one, if you don't need to get a loan, don't get a loan. Number two is if you are going to get a loan, family happens to be the, the number one source for most business owners. And a lot of times it's not. It, it, it just has to be because yeah. they can't get any worse. Okay. Now you talk about traditional banks and where you get loans. Where a lot of people want to go to traditional banks to get a loan. If you are going to go and try and get a loan from a traditional bank, you really want to work with a bank uh, that works with um, the Small Business Administration. Um, SBA loans um, have had their biggest year ever this past year. And with the Small Business Administration, they guarantee loans from a bank. So the Small Business Administration does not give out loans themselves unless it's a disaster situation. They have a disaster relief loan oh, program. Oh, yes, yes, I remember that. Their, their traditional loans is that they work with banks, and there are many banks out there that do this, that offer SBA-backed loans. And if you're a banker, what that means is, is that if the business person defaults on the loan, the government guarantees most of that loan value. So bankers are encouraged to get the money out there. And a lot of small business owners that wouldn't normally be able to get loans the traditional way can get that from a traditional bank so through the SBA. What's the process for that? You would start at the SBA and say, this is what I'm looking for. What banks do you recommend? So you can do that. Yeah. If you go to if you go to the SBA's website, it's SBA.gov, you could find what banks that are that, that, that participate. You can ask just reach out to your banks. A lot of banks participate with and most major banks. Why wouldn't do. a bank? I mean that's a great deal. Well, I'll tell you the reason why. I mean, there is some bureaucracy uh, that the bank has to go no, through. Really? Yeah, surprise. With the federal with, government? With the government. So sometimes that puts them off. Um, in addition to that, you're going to go through the same loan process that you would normally do with the bank. And you might even go through additional more steps that the SBA might require as well. So because of that, it creates more work for the bankers. And then plus, a lot of times the bankers are like, we don't want to deal with the government. We have to learn what their procedures are. And uh, we just want to we just want to deal directly with our customers without having the government involved. So yeah. that's why some banks won't do that. I think that's I think it's worthwhile for a bank to invest in it because they, they can open themselves up to giving more loans out now. The other issue with an SBA loan is if you're a banker, is that you're loaning money people that you wouldn't normally loan money to, but it's guaranteed by the federal government. And what if that business goes out of business? Then the bank has got to go back to the government to try and get paid back. And that that's a headache as well. So you're 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 loaning out to higher risk you are. businesses, and then you have to go through the bureaucracy of getting Correct. The and money. then, right. And then God okay. forbid the, the business defaults on the loan, then, then it's an issue. Okay. Having said that, like I said earlier, it's been like one of the biggest years ever for the SBA back loan program that's out there. You're looking for, I think it's 504 loans. They're called section 504 are the most popular loans that are out there. You qualify if you're a small business and a small business is anybody employing less than five 
500 people, Elizabeth. But if which, you're a solopreneur, do you yeah, count? Sure, you count. Okay. You're under there. 500 people sounds like a lot of I have that's 10 a, people in my company. That's a big business. I know. But it, that's what the SBA's rules are, so you can do that. And then, by the way, the SBA has other loan programs to help you if you're you know, exporting or importing or if you have you want specialized equipment loans. So you, talk to a bank and, and, and ask about SBA-backed loans. It's okay. a really good option. So that's, that's the third. That's number two. That's three. Number one is don't do it at all. Okay. Right. Number two is uh, go to your family or friends or relatives. And number three is an SBA back loan. Okay. okay. Number four. Number four. There are um, retailers now. A lot of small business owners are in retail. Um, a lot a lot of them are using um, your retail payment services in your store, like PayPal, for example, or Square. Um, and those kinds of services offer really good working capital loans to small businesses. They base it based on your cash flow. So if you're running a restaurant or you're running a retail store and you're using PayPal, Square, I think American Express might offer something similar, different credit card companies. What happens is that based on your cash receipts that you have during the course of the month, they have a format they use saying we can lend you out a multiple of that. And then they take repayment back based on your cash receipts. So, you know, 10% of the receipts or 5% of the receipts coming in then goes back to paying so back down the loan. So that's super low risk for them it because is super. they already have all the information. That is correct. I'm assuming the application process is probably pretty easy It's as well. very easy. They're already tied into your system. You're already there. You're using them to collect, you know, for your, for credit card services anyway. And they basically just take a, you know, a, a slice off your receipts to pay back the loan. And their interest rates are actually pretty competitive, a little bit more than what banks would charge, but not as bad as you think. So go to the vendor that's providing your, your, your credit card services. And again, Square, PayPal, you know, American Express, talk to them. They often offer um, loan services like that and they become very, very popular. Great. So that's another source. And finally, I'll give you one more, um, online banking. Okay, now there are online lenders like Cabbage is a really well-known one, and um, Cabbage, uh, Can Capital, uh, Lending, Lendio is another one. Funbox is another one. There's a bunch of them that are out there. Online lenders have a reputation of charging extraordinarily high interest rates, and they do, right? I yeah. mean, sometimes these rates can brace yourself. Now, these rates can be like. 15 to 30% a year wow. in interest rates. You're like, well, who the So why would you ever do that? Right, who the heck would ever do that? If you do it the right way, these kinds of loans can be really, really helpful. They are short-term loans. So um, a good example of that is like, I have a client that has a few coffee shops in Philly and um, he wanted to open up a coffee shop near Rittenhouse Square. Um, the landlord, there was competition for the space. The landlord was like, we need like a $20,000 security deposit and first and last month's rent and we need that by tomorrow. I just yeah, I couldn't come up with the cash that quickly. He went to Cabbage, I think is who we used, okay. and immediately got, you know, it's like within like hours, they approved the loan for you. So wow, that's very great. easy. Um, you know, they, they give you no personal guarantees as well. They tie themselves into your accounting system. They charge very high interest rates. But you know what the guy did is he got the money, was able to get his space, and then over the next 30 days or so, then converted into a more traditional loan. So he wasn't paying 30% interest rate. He paid a little bit more for the month that he added out. Yeah. So small business owners that use these services intelligently, where they're, you know, they, they use them for short-term 
cash flow needs where they know they can pay it off right away or convert it. You know, you have a piece of equipment you really want to buy right away or a piece of real estate or something where you just need cash and then you know you'll be able to pay it back in 30 days. Those online credit services, they're really, really good. It's a billion-dollar industry, And Elizabeth. imagine being able to get a loan for $20,000 in a matter of hours. Uh, yeah, in a matter I mean, of hours. thinking of working with a bank, that could take weeks, months. Agreed. It's crazy. And it is amazing how things have changed in the past 10 years. I mean, got back in the recession doing that was so tough. Uh, you know, there's no capital available. And now there is plenty of capital available. And again, I'm not saying you want to pay 30% interest annually. Yeah. Um, but the equivalent for a month to get that cash, you can secure a great space so you can make some money out of it. Makes so a I lot think of sense you wrote an article for Small Biz Ahead about this, and we'll link to that in the show notes. And by the way, anything that we mention on this podcast is linked in the show notes. Um, so if you hear something like Cabbage or Can Capital or SBA and you want to link to that, we'll have them in the show notes for you. So I wanted to bring up a six option, and we've actually talked to Axiom before, but a micro lender like Axiom, when would you use them? And okay. what's the benefit? And it's, you know, I tell you, I've got my notes right here on my laptop. And it's, can I say, it says Axion right here. I saw that on your notes. Yeah, so I want credit, but I actually <laughs> made a note to mention Axion. So Axion is a, they're a nonprofit organization that helps businesses get financing. They will connect you with SBA-backed lenders, and I believe they're an SBA lender themselves. What what separates them apart, Axion, and um, kind of nonprofits like them, is that they really get involved with with, with, with the people that they're loaning money to. Um, there was one guy, I was at, it was a Hartford thing, Elizabeth. We were yeah. in like Chicago, and there was like a guy, and he was, um he, he had like a food truck, and he wanted to open up a restaurant. He was like selling ribs and you know, anyway, so he did something with Axion and, you know, he wanted to borrow like $50,000 for equipment and the people at Axion didn't, didn't just lend him the money. They actually helped him buy the equipment. You know, they, they sent him to places where he can get some used equipment and a representative from Axion actually helped him with the negotiations and put the deal on. He wound up buying the equipment for like $30,000. So Axion could lend them in a little bit less and he has a little bit less debt that he owed back. That's and it, great. Yeah, it worked out really well. The bank so, is not going to do that for you. Banks, even the online lenders, I mean, yeah. they say they'll work with you and they will. They're providing the capital, but, uh, you know, a nonprofit like an Axion, you know, does like a little, you know, you know, they take one, take it one step above. So great service, great company. So I'm going to put you on the spot. Let's say that you didn't have your reserves yes. and the Marx Group's thought, you know what, we, I need to buy new um, technology for everyone in the Oh, office. no, I'll give you an example. I'm starting up a whole platform right now. Have I told you about this? This whole you training have. platform, yeah. and we're going to go live in it this summer and all that. And uh, yeah, it's like a $100,000 investment. And, you know, so I'm funding that from reserves and hopefully cash flow coming up and all that. But I've got it in the back of my mind. Like, what do I do if I don't? So where you would know? you go out of, out of these six options? There's don't get a loan. Right. Right. Well, family I'm trying that. Right. Would never do a family okay. or a yeah. friend. I just, I, I couldn't do that. Your sister would just be like, absolutely Shoot, not. I cannot even <laughs> imagine <laughs> borrowing money from my doctor's sister who doesn't know how to balance her checkbook. Uh, I would, um, I, I would go the traditional banking route using um, a, you know, uh, from the SBI is yeah. what I would do. Um, and we're talking about loans. I'm not looking for any partners or investors or anything. No, it's equity. For debt, I would go to a traditional bank and I'd be applying for uh, an SBA loan. And I think I'd be a fairly good candidate because my existing business 
um, has been around for more than 20 years. I've got yeah. tax returns and income statements to show and, you know, you know, customers and all that kind of, I think so I'd what if you were starting candidate. up? What if you, let's say you're the Marks group, but you, it's, we didn't have anything. You have you and your dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you, would you be going to an Axion for that? I, Axion might be very helpful, but I'm telling you, if you're a startup, very, very tough to get yeah. traditional bank lending, whether it's Axion or even a bank. If you've got no history um, to show, even in a SBA back loan situation, it's it's doable, but it's really, really challenging to do. Okay. So that's why we live in a capitalistic society. And to start up a business, you need capital to do that. And sometimes that's why people go and get investors. Okay. So on another episode, we're going to talk about, let's say you're transitioning from a, like a side hustle into an actual full-time business for you. Right. How do you build up your capital? Yep. So we will be right back after a word from our sponsor with Gene's Word of Brilliance. Stay tuned. This podcast is brought to you by The Hartford. When the unexpected strikes, The Hartford strikes back for over 1 million small business customers with property, liability, and workers' compensation insurance. Check out The Hartford Small Business Insurance at thehartford.com. Okay, we're back and we're ready to hear from Gene with his weekly word of brilliance. So I um, recently wrote a piece about um, PTO benefits, paid time off benefits. Some of them are ridiculous. Some of them are not so ridiculous, uh, but some that you should be considering as a business Before owner. Before you start, though, I just want to reiterate to our listeners, this has come up. We've gotten so many questions about this. People saying... My um, employees keep calling in sick, but I think they're going to the beach. And we've said it over and over again. So if you're, this is your first time listening, you need to switch to a PTO system. And what that means is you combine sick days and vacation days. Right. So you give your people, like you get 15 PTO days a year. I don't care how you use them. That's so, going to cut down on people calling in sick at the last So minute. we only have this one word of brilliance. So I'll only mention one thing that I talked about in this article, and I'll give you the word of brilliance, okay. right? The word of brilliance, Elizabeth. Oh, sorry. I cut you off. Sorry. Oh, no, that's completely fine. <laughs> the word of brilliance is paternity. I know where this is going. Paul, and you're a Doug lover. We know this, right? I just heard about this. Yeah. My cousin was telling me this. Yeah. The, the, the more and more firms, this is going to sound crazy, but more and more firms are offering time off for paternity benefits, which means that if an employee gets a new puppy, you can get three, four, five days off, paid time off to train your new puppy. And that is a, that is a paid, in addition to your regular, you like that, huh? You, of course you would like that because you work for a big company and you would think like, (laughs) that's fantastic. I could get myself like a new puppy and take five days off. I would get a new animal like every quarter. I mentioned this to business groups, you know, like business owners or whatever. And and I'll be like, they, they, I mean, I get laughed off the stage. I mean, they're they're, they're who they're like, who's doing that? And I'm like, who would want, I'm like, well, I, Elizabeth would like that at the Hartford. (laughs) There are plenty of other companies that are offering this. I will say though, if I were a small business owner, I would not be offering that to my clients, mm. my, my employees. Good good to hear. Good but to hear. if I could take advantage of it, I would definitely take advantage now, of it. Now, you say that you would not be offering it, but the reason why I bring up paternity and the reason why I wrote this piece for Small Business Ed is because maybe we should be, as small business owners, offering even ridiculous paid time off things like 
Paul Turnity, it is, this is the, the world that we're living in. This is what big companies are doing to attract employees, taking employees away from me. I'm competing against these guys. Yeah. And if it's even, okay, maybe I don't, I can't offer five days off to, for, all right, you got a new puppy to celebrate. We're going to give you a day off, pay time off that's to nice. try and yeah, train the, completely that goes reasonable. a long way. It yeah. goes a long way. So as ridiculous as it sounds, we as business people have got to sort of suck it up a little bit and say, yeah. this is the world that we're in right now. To be competitive, we, we've got to, you know, and, and that's what I tell the people that I speak to, stop laughing because you're laughing and you're, you're missing out on good employees because yeah. they're going to companies that are, are offering yeah, if you If you want to get people that are in their 20s, 30s, 40s, like you, you do need to change how you do, Correct. you handle PTO for a lot of people because a lot of people like, you know, they don't have the traditional family anymore. They treat their animals like their family. Right. It's very um, important to people. And they have bereaved, a lot of companies are now giving bereavement for pets, which again, if it was offered to me, I would totally take advantage of that. I I once went to work the day after my dog died and I was not productive at all. (laughs) I was fine actually after my dog died, but it's a different different generation. Uh, Gene is heartless. Heartless. All right. Thank you for joining us. And thank you for joining us on our inaugural Facebook Live episode. We will talk to you in a couple days. That was fun. Thanks. Thanks for joining Elizabeth and Jean for another edition of the Small Biz Ahead podcast. For the latest on small business trends straight from the small business experts, visit the Hartford Small Biz Ahead. We've got articles, how-tos, and videos to help you run your business more efficiently. Check us out at smallbizahead.com.